I believe that God has destined you for greatness. That's right, you. You know, God destined Joseph for greatness, and yet he was tested on all sides. Joseph was innocent, yet his circumstances weren't fair. What if God is using difficult people in your life or seemingly unfair circumstances to determine your resolve and to discover what's in your heart. This is Carol McLeod, and it's my delight to come to you every day on the Charisma Podcast Network for a jolt of joy. What if God has allowed a difficult person in your life to test your commitment to righteousness, to determine your resolve to keep a pure heart, and to discover exactly what your boundaries are? You see, those are some of the questions that will never be answered unless were tested. And this is what we're seeing in the life of Joseph. God is allowing him to be tested time after time after time to determine exactly what was in the heart and resolve of Joseph. See, God had made Joseph for greatness, but first, Joseph had to determine some things on his own. Let's continue the story of Joseph today by reading from Genesis 39, verses 7 through 9. Now, Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. And it came about after these events that his master's wife looked with desire at Joseph and she said, lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, behold, with me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. And he has put all that he owns in my charge. There is no one greater in this house than I. And he has withheld nothing from me except you because you're his wife. How then could I do this great evil and sin against God? One thing that I've discovered in my life is that difficult people will always try to get you to compromise, to commit sin, and to lower your standards. Difficult people always will endeavor to get you to say things you would never say unless the difficult person provoked you to say those things. Difficult people always will get you to deal with the raw emotional sewage that was foreign to your life. It did not exist until the grand entrance of this difficult person. See, the enemy is so good at allowing difficult people to stir up that which is ugly in us. The enemy wants us to react, to gossip, to cry, to wail, to complain, and to deal with constant frustration our entire life. I want to remind you of this truth today. Let it sear into your soul. Always remember this, the devil and God have two different reasons and two different purposes for allowing difficult people into your life. The devil wants you to compromise who you are. God wants you to become who he made you to be. Difficult people tend to bring out the worst in us when God wants them to bring out the Jesus in us. Now, As I see in the life of Joseph, in Genesis 39, verse 9, Joseph responds to Potiphar's wife, and he says to her, how then could I do this great evil and sin against God? Sit down, 
because I've got some Bible truth for you today. The sin that the difficult person tempts you with is not a sin against them or even against self, but it's a sin against God himself. I can tell you this. God is a God who is lavish and giving strength to his children, and he will always give you the strength to respond to a difficult person with the fruits of the Spirit, with self-control, with resolve, with love, with kindness, and with boundaries. Now, because Joseph chose to do the right thing, even use the right words in responding to Potiphar's wife, you would think that Potiphar's wife, his new difficult person, would leave him alone, right? Doesn't God honor people who refuse compromise, who refuse the sin that difficult people offer? Well, I can tell you this. The enemy is relentless. And just because you've said no one time does not mean he's going to give up on you today. Let's read Genesis 39, starting with verse 10. As she spoke to Joseph day after day, he did not listen to her to lie beside her or be with her. Now it happened one day that Joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the household was there inside. Potiphar's wife caught Joseph by his garment saying, lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and went outside. And when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled outside, she called to the men of her household and said to them, see, Potiphar has brought in a Hebrew to us to make sport of us. Joseph came into me to lie with me and I screamed. When he heard that I raised my voice and screamed, he left his garment beside me and fled and went outside. So she left his garment beside her until his master came home. Then she spoke to him with these words, the Hebrew slave whom you brought to us came into me to make sport of me. And as I raised my voice and screamed, he left his garment beside me and fled outside. Poor Joseph. He went from the frying pan into the fire. He went from bad to exponentially horrific. You know, we mistakenly think that when we refuse to sin, because of the difficult person, that life from here on out will be smooth sailing? Not so. It has been my experience that often a meanwhile is a long while. Where was God when Joseph was being victimized? Where was God when Joseph was being falsely accused? Where was God when Joseph was being sexually stalked? God was with him, and God is with you as well today. God is working in the meanwhile of your life. You see, the God that we serve is not threatened by time. He's not worried about time. He's not panicked because time is passing you by. God is working in the lives of his children, and the God of eternity is certainly not constrained by your biological clock. The God of eternity laughs at the calendar set by his children. He loves hanging out with us in the meanwhile of life. I have often wondered, actually, if the most glorious days of our lives can be found hidden in the mess of the meanwhile. 
you want to know why I believe that? Because God has stayed with us. He's hung with us. He's never left us for one solitary moment, but he has just patiently stayed by our sides while our worlds have fallen apart due to the frustration of slanderous, obstinate, and fractious people. God is not tapping his fingers, nor is he about to blow a gasket. He's taking all of the damage that difficult people have done and using it to build something great in you and great for you. Genesis 39 verses 19 and 20. Now, when Joseph's master heard the words of his wife, which she spoke to him saying, this is what your slave did to me, his anger burned. So Joseph's master took him and put him into the jail, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the jail. My first human thought when I read these verses is, this isn't fair. Joseph didn't deserve to go to prison. Why is it, my friends, that so often our first human response to situations out of our control are the words, it's not fair. God is still working in the meanwhile of the unfairness of your lives. I guarantee it. Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and extended kindness to him and gave him favor in the sight of the chief jailer. When your life is screaming, it's not fair, God will stay with you and extend kindness to you and give favor to you. This is God's first response to his children when they're dealing with difficult people and situations. God is with you. He will extend kindness to you. He will indeed give you his favor. Our problem is that we're looking to people for kindness and favor when it was always meant to come from God. When people don't like us, when people are insipid and mean to us, when people gossip about us and lie about us, we get all bent out of shape and allow depression and fatigue to take over our lives. Don't do it. Remember that meanwhile, God is giving kindness and favor to you and he's never left you, not for one microscopic moment. Don't expect the human beings in your life to give what only God is able to give to you. God doesn't want you to be dependent upon people. He wants you to be dependent upon him. Sometimes I believe that's exactly why God allows difficult people into our lives. It's to increase our dependence upon him. It's so that we appreciate his favor, his kindness, and his presence. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.